0: Very What's up everybody? Welcome to the show. I appreciate y'all for coming through. We're gonna break down the shy episode five for season five. Shout out to my girl Kelly Lee. For making that dope intro uh, for the shy episode five, um, so let's talk about it. Um, a lot happened in this episode as far as with Bakari. Shout out to my boy Ahmad Ferguson. You're doing a damn good job on the shy this season, and uh, I'm proud of you, bro. Um, but we see Bakari has now moved in with Jake and Trigg. We also see Emmett and Keisha finally smash, which we all saw coming. And I think the only one didn't see it coming was Tiffany. (laughs) And then Gemma is just be doing too much. It's like whatever her father says, she going to do the opposite. So she just got on Jake talking about she, it's her choice and she going to have an abortion. And then whenever her father speak, she do the opposite. Now she want to keep the baby because he said he want to get it taken care of. She just messy. She just want to do the opposite to, to antagonize him. And we'll get into that in a minute. Um... And also, I'm going to do the Moscow for this episode. Uh, shout out to Lexi Reads uh, for for coming on through, checking in. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Ill Woods, what's good, brother? Uh, you say what's good, Jay, in the chat. Hope y'all had a wonderful and blessed weekend. I appreciate it. Barika, what's up? Appreciate you for coming on through. That's what's up. Word from the curb, I like that, word from the curb, good episode, that's what's up, it was a good episode, and like I say, uh, we did get to see a lot happening, uh, I think a little too much in the sense of, we see cute old ass gonna yoke up this young boy with one hand, come on man, and this, <laughs> that that right there was doing a little too much, uh, come on man, this dude is in his 70s, and he still talking about, he about to yoke somebody up, do this, do that. They should have had some young boys with them and had them do it. But anyway, you got two old school uh, men come in uh, <laughs> trying to check these young boys and stuff. I don't know. That was a lot. That was a reach. But overall, I mean, it was a good episode. And I think this season is much better than last season so far. If you all think this season is better than last season, put a 1C for the shy. This season is better. And put a 2C if you think last season was better. All right. Now, what do y'all think about Gemma and her being so damn messy? Um, we see that... She comes out and tells Jake, "Hey, we need to talk. Um, I'm pregnant." And so, while she's sitting there telling Jake about it, Jake is saying he want to get keep the baby. He'll work two, three jobs, do whatever it takes. And she's saying she not ready. Is her body She don't want to take care of it. It's going to be hard. So she's saying all these things that people say when they're leaning towards abortion. And she pretty much said that's what she was going to do. And even though he may have something to say about it, the final choice is hers, is her body. And, you know, you do gambling. And we see later when she talking to her father, that when he said, yeah, you're going to have to get an abortion, get this taken care of, and she was saying, it's my choice, no. And she was basically saying, talking points, leaning towards keeping the baby. So you all let me know What was that about? Why is she so wishy washy, flip flopping? Um, I mean, I don't understand that. I know in these teenage years, kids they like to, you know, lash out at their parents and things like that. But she looked real immature by saying what she said to Jake. And then saying what she said to her dad, which also I had to give Jake a lot of props for even being there. Because most kids that age, including myself more than likely, I wouldn't have showed up there at her house with her father right there for that. And uh, yeah, that's immature and petty or whatever the case. And at 15 years old, I would have been more immature and petty and nervous to do that. And I probably wouldn't have showed up. So I give Jake a lot of credit for that. Although he shouldn't have had to be there by himself. Uh, and, and not have Victor. A.K.A. Trig, Come on out and support him. Because everybody's supporting her. But nobody is supporting him. When he went through this. Now he didn't tell Trig, So I will give... Trig at least the credit in that regards, he doesn't know that she's pregnant. Although he did ask a little something something, uh, he he didn't come out and let him know. So, um, it is what it is. Now, uh, what's up with uh, Shad? We see Shad that fell in love over here with his with old girl. She didn't uh, changed him up. This is what women would love to do. Is to get a man and and do an uh, extreme home makeover on his ass. <laughs> she got his face cleared up. Which I noticed his skin was pretty bad. I didn't know if it was, you know, been hard times in his career. <laughs> or what. But I think that was makeup for the show. Um, anyway... She done changed him up, and he done fell in love talking about, I love you. She said, I love you too, and it's only been a few weeks, and so uh, he ain't never had a woman to actually care about him, and that's one thing I did pick up on in this episode is that they had women in this episode between her and Keisha that actually catered. And to And took care of their man Now I'm not saying that's all a woman should do Or what a woman is about But that's what men want from a woman It's not he gotta be driving this car Or having this amount of money Or working here or having that It's somebody that is there to comfort you Cater for you Make you feel good um, cook for you do all these things men don't want to have to keep asking you now you're not doing it because you want to you're doing it because I asked you just like when Emmett came home after almost being robbed with the gun in his face and the first thing she do is hug him up squeeze him up love on him make him feel better make him feel comfortable you know um, that's that was a good scene I really liked how they show that she gave him what he needed to feel better. You know, as a man, especially a black man, going out into the hood, having to deal with all kind of things, let alone robberies, um, the last thing you want to do is come home to some woman that's arguing, nagging, making a mess and just doing all kinds of things that you just faced a whole bunch of stuff out these doors. Now I come home and there's no peace. So for him to be able to come home, get that peace, get somebody to love up on him and hug him and show that somebody would, you know, care and miss him, I think that was a real good scene. And I thought that was dope how they kind of portrayed that moment. Now, as far as what happened with the robbery and stuff, I don't know. Um, I think that that was messed up when when they had uh, <laughs> this boy put a gun in his face. And then he talked about, man, give me the gun, man. Come on, have a seat. You want some chicken? What? This dude just tried to rob me. customer still in the store that saw him with the gun in my face. And now they' supposed to sit and eat chicken with them? Like, come on, man! I don't know. That's a reach, right there. That is a reach. Uh, D Weave, salute Jake. Is Dude, I still giving money to Trig for Jake? Uh, that's a good question. That's a good question. And that's something that they did not bring up or address so far this season. So we don't even uh, we don't even know if that's the case. Word from the curb. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, actually, I brought this up not too long ago, but uh, on my Tuesday show with my with my girl K.K. K K-Lizzi. But uh, I said, you say I don't think he's ever had that love before. Most men have not. Most men have not, and so it is a lot to to get used to. Um, Like I was saying, when I did bring that up, I don't know when I may have brought this up. I believe it's on a Tuesday show, but it could have been on Discord. But I mean, other than my mom, I never had a woman really, really care for me like that, wondering, did I eat right today? Did I do this? Did I do that? Uh, you know and not in a mommy way did you eat your peas not like that but you know to find a woman that really cares for you and everything that you about and and not just about transactional or we're doing this together because it works but uh, whatever I ain't really in love in love type thing so uh you know and even if some ladies are in love they may not know how to love someone properly and that go both ways men and women so maybe i was with some people that was in love but maybe they didn't know how to love properly or maybe they didn't love me much i don't know could be all of those things so um But that is a very good feeling to know you got somebody that really is down for you and care for you. Now, uh, that's something that, uh, like I say, we saw after he put that gun in Emmett's face. Emmett was all shook up and then shot and put the, you know what I'm saying, the hands on him. He put them hands on him. And, uh and after he put them hands on him, then Emmett you know what I'm saying he, he start to calm down a little and he get this boy some chicken which he didn't want to do have some chicken baby and you know even though shy is a man and and uh what bakari is a man both you know straight males um bakari never has somebody to care for him or anything about him either and so that's why we see when he was talking to him he broke down and cried when he said ain't nobody never asked me about where I'm staying or what I'm eating or, or what I'm doing and so you know it is a good feeling for everybody when somebody actually care for you and want to make sure you okay As people, that's the type of things that we like. Maybe other animals may not care as much. I mean, I'm sure some do. I'm not, not, uh, you know, privy to all the animal kingdom, but the point is, I know we all do, and I think that Ahmad did a great job tonight uh, working uh, on the show, and he showed some range. He cried right here, and uh, they—they gonna try to uh, re—re—what it ain't rejuvenate? What is it? Uh, Rehabilitate? (laughs) They gonna try to rehabilitate his character, and let's see what happens. I don't know if Shad and Trig have the best skill set for this. And when he was bringing him home, the first thing I thought of is why ain't taking him to Trinity House? And we saw Vic later said, "Why you ain't taking them there?" but he said "That's for women only he probably would have been in there trying to tear them women up. They'd all been pregnant in the damn house, but uh <laughs> but uh he he definitely needs some help, and I don't know. we'll see, but I would have definitely got that Trinity House situation taken care of real fast because I couldn't have my little brother." uncomfortable in his own home and ready to fight and possibly worse with this boy who may not be able to be rehabilitated. It might be too late for him. I mean, he already murdered Ronnie. So he's already a murderer. So who knows what what may happen with him. And we still don't know how he knew Coogie and what was his relationship with Kugi? Because he did kill Ronnie and say, "That's for Kugi." Now, what do you guys think about uh, this guy and uh, Bakari? And sh- can they help him? And should should they help him? Keep in mind, we know he has murdered one person. Should they just let that go and try to rehab him and give him another shot? Or should he go to jail for murder? Press up, Put a 1B uh, for Bakari. Put a 1B if he should go to jail for murder. Put a 2B if you think give him another chance. It was only Ronnie. Ronnie wasn't shit. Let him... <laughs> let's see what he could be with his life Ronnie wasn't nothing with his life what did the world lose not a damn thing the hero of the hood (laughs) Keisha Keisha I'm gonna find you Keisha (laughs) so I don't know Uh, but we'll see I'm interested to see what y'all say you know uh, a killing one killing in a lifetime ain't bad right you can get away with one killing and we'll give you another chance you don't even have to go and do any jail time Ronnie didn't have a family right it was only Tracy and she wouldn't give him none so uh, oh well put him out his misery (laughs) (laughs) right so I don't know man We'll, we'll see I'm interested to see how many of you all think uh, he, what, about what he's doing or whatever. Um, now, how many of you all think this old Papa Shango looking? Uh, I like you, don't get me wrong. And Stephen Williams is an excellent actor. But you got this old man popping up in here talking about, I'm the Boogeyman. I'm the boogeyman. You didn't know I'm the boogeyman. Now you gotta pay me 20% of everything you bring in. How do they know what they brought in? He don't know how much they bringing in. He don't know a 20% of what. And then how you gonna enforce it? How you know that they actually paid you the proper 20%? Anyway, I don't know. I think that was a bad move for Q to... Get in bed with these guys and get 20% of, what, packages that they rob and take to the pawn shop? What you gonna get? At best, a few hundred dollars to a thousand, two thousand dollars? I mean, it ain't like they moving that much stuff in the pawn shop. So, I don't know. Um, they look like two OGs, but it would have made me feel better as the director or whatever of this episode if they'd had a couple two young swole negroes what happened to big swole negro big mike they used to have working with duda what happened to big mike bring him back he was cleaning up the city cleaning up one alley at a time (laughs) an alley a day make the hood gangsters go away take it for me big mike (laughs) So I don't know. But they need a couple hard hitting pipe Negroes to come up in here. And we go get medieval on that ass. You hear me hillbilly Billy? That's what they needed. Then I would have been like, okay, they came up in here looking gangster. But they was by themselves. Which I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, uh he done came and choked up the young boy. They done got scared and pretty much said, okay. Now, I don't know. I thought that he already had money. I guess that don't mean nothing. Everybody with money always want more money. That's one thing with money. So, who knows uh, what's going to happen with that. But, I wouldn't be surprised if this all backfire, blow up, and The Rock gets closed down because of that and dude i talking about yeah after the 20 percent, donate money to the rock man what (laughs) you got a bunch of criminal gangsters over here i won't make a donation to to the hood that's on the hood g straight up that's on the hood g i gotta donate where do i donate So I don't know, man. We'll see, man. I I just know they done messed up with everything Tracy had and it's gonna get worse. We saw by the by the credits for the next episode that Roz got some new plan or scheme coming up. And I just think that Tracy pretty much about to be out of her own organization. I mean, it's already three people in there to her one. It's already three to one. She outnumbered in there with decisions and stuff. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Let's see what we got else that happened up in this episode. What y'all think about Emmett playing dress up? (laughs) Emmett, not Emmett, uh, Kevin. And Kevin put on his little costume... He was ready to party up in there with the old girl Moon Goddess. And they thought they didn't win. They was about to leave. Next thing you know, they won. Now, Kevin Costume overall was trash compared to everybody else. But he knew. So I give him credit in that regards. He knew to this type of of thing. Um, And as far as it being a hoodie thing and something quick, I get it, so that was cool, but like this girl, she put in a lot of work and time on her stuff, um, but you know, it is what it is, these kids are just having fun, it's a whole different, different genre of things happening right now with young people that wasn't happening in my day, um. I mean, I have kept up with a lot of the trends and things going on in the world, but at the same time, father time is undefeated, and no, I never got into this cartoon uh, dress-up stuff, and video game dress-up. I never like face paint and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh, even when i was young and we would go to the fair or what well we never went to a fair but to a carnival or, or something like that um i never like face paint or paint and stuff all on my face uh i just that ain't for me now as far as what some people may like we saw that tiffany is not appreciating Emmett, but Keisha is. And that was actually the first woman we ever saw him with on the show. He was sticking her little skinny self under the bed. She didn't feel out. Now nah, she ain't fitting up under that bed no more. And I have to give it to Burgundy Baker. She is very pretty now. She looks much different than when the first season kicked off much different i think she was a lot younger of course and uh she was so skinny and she just looks more like a woman now she's getting into her woman full grown woman body phase and look and yeah she's fine she was looking good a little hot chocolate up in here chocolate what covered raw well cherry <laughs> with the red and the black. Cherry covered chocolate <laughs> Anyway we see that they was they was filling each other she'd been wanting him to kiss her It seemed like all night and then uh, I knew he wanted to put his arm around her when he was drinking that champagne because whenever somebody sit like that next to you that's what they want to do it, it feels uncomfortable at least as a man for me speaking when somebody is that close, unless I put my arm up. It's just a natural response to being comfortable. And then if it's a woman and you like her, you damn sure gonna do it. And so I was wondering, like, when he gonna put his arm around her? And sure enough, it ain't take but a few, few little fake little moves knowing damn well these are, they ain't ready to be cheesing. And when the woman look at you like this, looking up like that with her chin and lip like that. She like, what you waiting on? When you gonna kiss me? <laughs> Damien Kenny, you say she in her early 30s now? Okay. Well, she was real slim in the first season. She had to be like what? Five years ago? Six years ago? So she was what? 24, 25 in? If that's the case. Um, so yeah, she's definitely grown into her womanhood since then. Um but as we saw once they locked eyes right here and she still had that kiss me face, it wasn't but a matter of time and it was on and we see Emmett and Keisha finally hooked up and he said the hell with that Celebi stuff word from the curb she wanted everything he gave I know that's right he gave a full load too didn't he he was blow. (laughs) so for all he know he might be having another baby on the way you know Emmett his stuff is potent so yeah Emmett uh, word from the curb say she was just pregnant beautiful woman she is beautiful Now, I'm not going to say she was ugly in season one, but she wasn't pretty like she is now to me. Now, she kind of jumps off the screen. Her her look jumps off the screen and and grabs your attention, whereas before, it wasn't that that pronounced. Um, But, yeah, man, Emmy gave her a hot load. (laughs) Why, Lord, blue, blue, Bla, da, 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 he straight up shot the club up, uh, she got up, uh, with her, her draw soaking up in there, boy, Emmett, boy, he been holding that back up for a minute, he straight pushed the nuclear launch code on that ass, literally on the ass, pow, blue, and, uh, you know, she was ready for it, so, yeah, it would, I agree, she did look like a little girl in the beginning I mean, her body was so skinny no definition which, you know, that helps when you're a lady <laughs> um, and I think she had real short hair and other stuff, so I don't know, It like I say, it didn't jump off the screen, whereas now, and she still is real skinny don't get me wrong but her body and her and her look it looks much better now so yeah yeah he he didn't murder the club ain't nobody come out of that club he he, he came in there with the bazooka the the launch codes the the his it shit, his shit said u s s r on it straight up <laughs> so I don't know um all right let me go ahead and do my most goal for this episode and uh and i'll tell you what i would rate this episode so let's do it all right the most is four simple categories with a top score of 25 points each, bringing it to 100, and I always give a little leeway, five points either direction, for, you know, everybody's comfort and personal preference. All right, so first, visual cinematography. They had good visual cinematography, nothing amazing. It was a couple unique camera shots, that I picked up on, that I thought was pretty cool, with how they, view, you know, viewed a couple of angles and things. Um, so overall, I would give it a twenty, um, which is a good score, but not a great one. Um, but a twenty is good for that for this episode in this category. All right, storyline and plot. I actually like this storyline and plot a lot. Um, this was a good episode to see what's going on. I also missed that Trig went on a date with the transgender person that he met. And they also kissed. And they talked to Trig and discussed when was the last time you was with a regular woman. And he couldn't say. But he tried to flip the script and say... Well, trans women are women, so then I'm attracted to women. And then that's when they say, well, when was the last time you was with another woman then? And then these... But anyway, <laughs> I will give this a... This is a good episode. I will give it a 22. Special effects and makeup... Not a lot of special effects makeup, but the costumes, I didn't have room to write costumes on here. But the costumes were pretty good with what the kids made at the end and other things. So overall, I would give it an 18 for that. And entertainment fun factor. It was an entertaining episode. I enjoyed it. Wasn't a lot of things going on that was too outrageous in one way or another um i do like how they confronted trig about being transgender and i mean dating transgender people rather i should say and he was trying to say that that's not what he does i made a video about this before is trig gay The Shy Season 3 is Trig Gay. It was a popular video at the time. What, 93,000 views. Uh, I think that he is gay. And if he is, he would be better off coming out the closet. Because like he was told, it will come back to haunt you or be held over your head. Just say, this is who I like to date. This is who I am and move on. I just put the link to that video in the description over here. Not in the description in the comments. If you want to watch that video, it's also in my playlist for the shot. Overall, I give it a most score of an 80. Very solid episode worth watching. And that's what I would rate this episode again. I think Trig is gay, and I think that he should learn to be more comfortable with who he is and just own it, and then his life will be a lot smoother. He wouldn't have to hide or live a, a lie, and if you like transgender women and that's what you do, go for it, so... Um, I I know it would definitely feel worse to be blackmailed over that. So I would definitely say come out of the closet before that closet becomes your, your casket and gets used to bury you and blackmail you. So hopefully he makes the right decision. We'll see in the next episodes. I appreciate all y'all for watching and coming through. I'm going to be doing the shy on Sundays for right now. Uh, I don't know if you all are interested in me doing the shy recaps on Fridays. Make sure you let me know in the comments so that I can check it out and uh, maybe consider doing it then. And if it's any other shows you may be interested in, let me know. And I will catch up with y'all later. Everybody be safe, peace, and I'm up out of here. Y'all have a good one, all right, and I'm out.